da 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 I think that was quite beautiful if you listen back to it. I heard mostly myself. but I feel like whoever's going to listen to that, when when I see them at work or whatever, they're going to have blood coming out their ears. I think I need to remember this bit and like really dial it down in the edit so it doesn't... Nice. Hello. Hey. Hey. So this is um episode thirteen. Yeah. Um, we're recording on Bank Holiday Monday from thirteen Children Street. (laughs) 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 It's sunny. People are happy. Everyone's mellow. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get this going so we can go to the (laughs) (laughs) so we can go to the park. Let's let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So where do we start? Well. First of all, episode we've we've already been recording, right? So this isn't really the the start of the episode. No, I think it will it? be the start. It of will episode. be there. Okay, I think it will be. All right, scratch that. <laughs> how you guys? How you guys doing? <laughs> Rewind an hour. Well, <laughs> well, 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 you just said it. Like it's a bank holiday, mellow uh, weekend. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been chilled. It's good to be alive. <laughs> um, uh, well, one, one of the rare occasions. Well, it's good to be alive. We could start with something that. Uh, I want to give you guys an update on the Time Crisis 1 hunt. hunt. Okay. I'm still continuing it. Mm -hmm. So I went to Oxford to search for Time Crisis 1. Nothing there. Only fours and fives. So we can cross Oxford. Black black X through Oxford. Mm. Then I went to Brighton on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Again, quite a major seaside town. Lots of arcades. Amusement centres. Yeah. Yeah. Again, fours and fives. Fours and fives. Yeah. Okay. Not even a three. No. House of Dead's four. House of Dead's four. Nothing below four. So black X through that. But hell, I put I, we put me and Helen put a link on the almost single web. I did see that. Yeah. The Facebook page. It's called a uh, Heart of Gaming. The guy who runs it is in Croydon. He's one of the only people left who maintains and restores old arcade machines, retro arcade machines. Very promising. He's got like a degree in it. I don't know how, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Oh, an actual degree. Yeah, <laughs> in restoring them. And he has like a few of his videos shows them building the place and like you wander through and there's loads of very like Daytona USA arcade machine, very old. He seems to know his shit. So that's the next step for me. To go there. there that and maybe even talking to him because clearly he must he knows his shit. Can you not contact him online? Yeah, like of course. Send him an email. Okay. Of course, yeah. Because uh, all, all I sent an email. You sent an email. An, I sent like a few emails to like Namco uh, yeah. Bandai or Bandai Namco or whatever. Um, they said like they no longer have it. <laughs> um, they do. It seemed like they offered like services to it, like so you could get new parts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they. Like one of the guys sent me an email with a contact info of a, a guy similar to this, like a guy who okay. does like secondhand and uh, restoration work. Two leads. So there are leads. And, and he had like a stock list on his website and I checked the stock list and he only had time crisis three and four or whatever, like not one. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So, but then again, he might know of a customer who has one, I would just think. Because yeah. he's yeah. been in the business a long time, he would... Maybe, totally. that, maybe that's confidential. Maybe we wouldn't like release that info. That's the thing. I yeah. think it's like, like uh, you know, like artwork. People maybe yeah. they're going to be private owners of Time Crisis One <laughs> yeah. that they do not want to share. It. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like <gasps> because like 
yeah, young billionaires will spend money on shit like that, wouldn't they? Yeah, 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 like those Silicon Valley like folks. Mark Zuckerberg God. probably has a shit ton of uh, arcade machines. God, he knows. But yeah, so that's where we are with Time Crisis 1. All right. Good Some progress. leads, you know. I almost want to ask him, I just want to go, mate, does it exist in the real world anymore? Because it might, it's, it feels yeah. like it's, like you said, it's, no longer in public domain. Yeah, it's, so it is speak. the you know the the hunt for the holy grail. Yes, it's you know it's, you have to dig through rumors and uh, stories and whatever. <laughs> you know, very encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, and when we find it, we'll all go together to to the place. I hope we find and one. And play it yeah. together. We will find one. You can feel feel the passion and love. <laughs> Eventually, we'll have to go abroad. I think. Maybe it's like in Belgium somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> Go all the way somewhere in the middle of Singapore to play <laughs> bloody Time Crisis 1. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, what have you good. been up to? Encouraging news. Uh, not much. Well, one thing we all have been up to is that we've all seen the latest Marvel movie, right? We've seen mm-hmm. Infinity War. We've seen Infinity War. Which is going to loop into like sort of wake topic of this episode, which is... Yeah. Something me and Theo were particularly keen on, at least, like Theo's idea of, uh, I guess it's um, film and game makers' ambitions yeah, versus, be, uh, like, success and... Do you um, want to, should we should we define the topic of the, what we really want to talk about. I think ambitious is, is a key word. I think, yeah. well, something that I find myself doing a lot that that's right. that's basing it on some thoughts i've been having for a long time which is basically i seem to be favoring overall when i watch a film or play a game or read a book i seem to be favoring the good bits and kind of like pushing to the side the bad bits if it is ambitious yeah so no uh, over, i do that overall i think okay, okay. i easily like and appreciate things because I think everything has something to offer so I kind of get fixated on the good things. Now, beyond that, I find myself favoring more ambitious things, that you know, things that aim higher and maybe fail than something that plays it safe mm-hmm. but otherwise is very complete and finished as a product. Okay. Right? And for example, like, a, like an example just to give you like the difference, right? I enjoyed the movie Interstellar, right? Mm -hmm. Because even though it has some pretty big flaws on the script, Mm -hmm. right? It is so ambitious in the way it's trying to portray time and, you know, relativity and has some high concept ideas, which I really appreciate, and some really high concept visuals as well. So it aims so high. I get fixated on the ambitiousness of it, loving it with the music and everything, and I can accept, you know, I kind of forget the flaws. So the moment I walked out of Interstellar, I was amazed. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh shit, they mentioned about the love thing as the fourth dimension, blah, blah, blah. That is clearly shit. Or they could have ended it half an hour before that, blah, blah, blah. But the overall feeling that I have is that of a, an inspiring film. And what's okay. the contrast to that? What's the flip side to this movie? What's like a. Um, a, um, a, a movie that plays it safe and yeah. doesn't really reinvent anything or changes okay. anything. Well, I'm gonna try and make that argument for Avengers. Yeah, Infinity War, for example. I think it's. But that's like early. a. That's also that needs development. Yeah. But you know, okay. Do, do do you see what I mean? I, I not not mean. agree, but with the examples. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see yeah, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and I know like you mean. It, it's not like everyone agrees that Marvel, for example, is fairly formulatic. Like they have a little bit of a base formula. 
So with so with that, mm-hmm. do you, w- w- where does Ready Player One fit in that? Just oh, to good. loop it back to your good. last podcast. Good question. I don't think. I think not, if anything, it wasn't safe, was it? Not, it's not safe, but also it doesn't really it doesn't try things to you. Anything, they no. could have done like you have a virtual reality world, and all they do is like <laughs> fight each other. Yeah, yeah I think so, it's, like, a very it's a very plain, it's, very it's, plain, flat film. Okay, so potentially ambitious, but it sort of right. missed the mark. Uh, yeah, being inventive with it. So player one. So okay, so the, so then there the, there's those two category of films, and then there's just other films that don't hit anything, like Ready Player One. Two just, categories. What do you mean? As in, you're talking about. Films that are over ambitious but have a few flaws. Well, and then the, you have let me, play it safe, and then no, no. I think Ready Player One plays it safe. For example, The Matrix yes. is a super ambitious film that succeeds in being ambitious, yeah, yeah. doesn't have flaws, yeah. and is the perfect film for me. Okay, I can see. I can Do see. Do you the see that the, the high end I of can it? See a formula. Inception there. is an ambitious film that succeeds. Yeah, there's some ambitious films that don't necessarily agree, but I yeah. still like them personally. Yeah, and then some films. That Avatar is an ambitious film that succeeds for someone. Not super ambitious, but then was ambitious it, in some sense. Not, in hindsight, but isn't that a very ambitious film? It, it is the first def- of its kind. Like, definitely, visually, definitely very ambitious. Yeah. You're like right. Story-wise, no, it's like Pocahontas. Yeah, like everyone. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Still ambitious, isn't it? No, it is ambitious, and I liked Avatar. Yeah. Um, Ready Play One doesn't take any risks in its concepts, doesn't try to say anything new. When it, ha- it has the opportunity to do so and just fails to do it. Yes. Um, and if anything, reli- <laughs> relies... <laughs> I'm just trying to make you bad mouth really again. Relies on nostalgia, which yes. is also playing yeah, it safe. Yeah, you know, all of that. It's a cheap trick. It's, like, yeah, yeah. it's a cheat. Yeah, okay. Nostalgia was considered a mental illness. In their, like, psychologists considered... Nostalgia to be a mental illness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. The concept. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. Why? (laughs) Why do they have to, like, (laughs) detriment nostalgia? I mean, nostalgia is basically losing faith in the future. True. If you're not not waiting for anything anymore. Regressing the present and the future by looking into the past. So if Ready Player One was ambitious, it would have touched on that concept. Yeah. And they should have been guided right into the psych ward after the movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't have people like you in society. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's quite... An, yeah, anyway. Mm. That's quite interesting. I never thought about nostalgia as being that Bad, negative. Yeah. I mean, now when you think about it, you get sad. Sometimes you get sad being nostalgic. But I don't it know. is a part of life, though. And yeah. also, yeah. our childhood years... Should be good ones, so it's positive that you look yeah, back yeah, yeah. at them, aren't they? Yeah, right? and you could make the argument that you'll <laughs> never be as, uh, not as happy, but as free of um, free of um, problems and worries yeah. as you were back then. Sure. So that always f- feels nice to remember. Yeah. Like Time Crisis 1. The reason that you, you mm. basically, have you ever thought that you're actually chasing your childhood? You're not chasing the, ar- <laughs> Shit, the arcade. You're chasing, <laughs> you know, you're, you're chasing that feeling that you had back then. Well, I've always said my fear is now I'm beginning to embrace the journey for that because when I actually get to it, exactly, it's going to be shit. But or the it's going to be very average and I'm going to go, oh, cool. And but then it, that's it, and then it's over, but no, and then, but then back to the present. No, but then you realise that <laughs> your journey to, that took you there is what matters. 
It's like all the experiences, like the podcast. L- l- this is Polo Coelho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the alchemist. <laughs> this is, oh, man. Oh, man, I hate Polo Coelho. Yeah, every, everyone hates Polo Coelho. Fucking cheesy as fuck. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a fairly like, bad insult I forgot you there. <laughs> I'm sorry. The only, way, the only way that could have got worse is if you were like, and the only person that you need to have faith in, Phil, your dad. is yourself. <laughs> Something like that. Is yourself. Um, uh, but yeah, okay, let's let's on. forget nostalgia. That's not the. I mean, we all agree on on that, yep. and yeah. we all didn't yeah. really like Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, fine, okay. I think it's more ambitious. Yeah, one thing that like when you mentioned the topic, mm-hmm. like in terms of gaming, one game developer that came to mind for me at least was uh, Peter Molyneux. Like, oh yeah, he's the ultimate ambitious. Sure. Or even sells himself as an ambitious game maker, right? like a, all this like god games and. Mm. And so mm-hmm. he, he quite frequently doesn't succeed in the ambition. Always like a little bit yeah. of like disappointment and like many like he's really good at hyping. Yeah. He's like a PR machine. Hype like, is a big part of it. Yeah. Of and, what uh, you expect. And he's good at it uh, to the point where it's like it's always a bit disappointing, to me at least. Yeah. Have you been like really excited uh, after playing a Peter Molino game? Like so it's a, I think you're making me think of two things. First thing is I liked Peter Molin. I liked the Fable games and I liked yeah, the uh, black and white games. Yeah. Yes. They were actually ambitious and they did yeah. push like the stuff stuff forward. Yeah, a little bit. And Jack Fable one and two I really liked. Okay. Yeah, but yes. To if me, you like if you expect for more, then yeah. you're gonna yeah. be disappointed. Yeah. I guess the hype took it a bit too far for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, black and white was of all the Molyneux games, black and white was the one that I remember most of and enjoyed the most of. Mm-hmm. But I never got very far in it. Ever. Well, it was, yeah, the first one, right? It yeah, the very first one. Like, I remember you. I, I remember playing the first island, which is almost like a kindergarten island, mm-hmm, nice mm-hmm. and easy. But that was like a brilliant concept. Yeah, you yeah. had, like, followers and you could be evil then. I, I used to beat a, I used to have a monkey and I used to beat it and it Fuck. used to smoke. Wow. And it and it was so evil. I I I realized I could like sh- I would lead it somewhere and then set fire to crops with lightning, and then every, he'd just walk around and like start eating people and wow. killing crops. This is like a uh, serial killer's childhood uh, thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they well, they torture kids in real life as well. Do you, well, know, do you know that other question? Like when you play a game or an RPG, do you play it as yourself or do you play it as a character? That's like something like that. Sometimes you want to play evil, but I think. Black hat in Westworld. The interesting instead thing of white is, uh, hat. Um, I, I it was never like my decision in a way because my brothers would play be playing the same game. Oh, so right. my brother Colin played as a cow, and he played super good, and his cow was like gold. So I almost was like, well, I know what good is, but I don't know what but the bad. So I just chose the opposite of what my brother did, mm. and that's why I was evil. But it was kind of like a. I don't know, maybe a brotherly yeah, 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 opposite of my brother kind of reaction. And back then, you don't really play games that seriously as in you play them yourself. No, you just, like, dick no. around with them yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially Black and White, because Black and White was, like, the next level. I was, I never completed the next island. I don't know, yeah. maybe because I was quite young, I couldn't understand deeper gameplay. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. remember leading a monkey around and like yeah, feeding yeah. people. And it's a sandboxy it. game yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It's like SimCity when you try to make a fucked up city and see it, see it you know, go <laughs> to, you know, on fire. Um, 
another ambitious game that like you mentioned as well you had, it's mm-hmm. not on your notes it's it's my only yeah i'm not gonna lie to you theo I, I found this quite difficult to kind of filter what i see as over over ambitious because to me over ambition kind of leads through you know when you read magazines you read about like things being developed and then you sort of get into it and you start reading news about you know patches that they're doing blah 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 mm-hmm, and I, I don't really do that anymore i kind of just whatever comes out i'm kind of my sort of uh hype begins in like a couple of weeks before it's released versus like a couple of months like or s- even certain, years certain things though like you get through yeah, that filter, you get like a mainstream, like you say, a headline about like sure. an E3 trailer or something, or a film trailer for that. Yeah, matter. yeah, of course. But the only one, the only one I remember, because it was the, probably the last thing I ever kind of passionately followed, was uh, the No Man's Sky. Oh, that was super ambitious. But don't think of ambitiousness as necessarily like a tech thing. Of you know, it's not. It, it could. It can be. A concept thing in a movie, it can be a different character, you know. It, right. In Watchmen, for example, as if you compare that to other superhero films, uh, the ambitiousness is in the way they speak. You know. Yeah. It's like how they touch on some more important concepts. Well, I thought the ambition for Watchmen was that it. It's not really. It's and like they're not super, really superheroes. Superhero, yeah. yeah, it's a superhero yeah. film with not much action. Yeah, if you know what I mean. It, it does yeah, have yeah, yeah. action. But exactly, it's that like is ambitious. Or the fact that the the only superhero character, Doctor Manhattan, he's so detached from humanity that he doesn't care. Yeah. That's a concept that you don't really see. Yeah, okay. That that's what I mean by ambitious. It's trying to do something a little bit more serious sometimes. In Tomb Raider, the new games, how they treat that treat violence in a more realistic way that you could argue that that is a bit of amb- ambitious this is a change of pace like yeah a new direction yeah but uh, sorry just reminded me did mm-hmm. you see uh, um Walton goggins yeah it's in uh, ant-man yes in the trailer that was the only good bit <laughs> i like <laughs> uh, he just goes by on a, in a car yeah, the first yeah. time I'm like what, what I'm, is wonder, that? I'm curious what his role is like because it must be like more than just like that one scene, right? Like, I hope you don't, so. You don't get a big gun like Walton Goggins. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You need to use it. Do you think he's the villain then? Probably. <laughs> His yeah. character in Hateful Eight Best. is amazing. Is an amazing piece of writing. Yeah. So we've, I feel like we've described the ingredients of what what this topic's yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I hope people understand. So you want to, well, fire off one. So I'll 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 start. I'll, I'll give you some examples. Maybe, I'll, I'll give you some examples okay. to see what I like further. Because we were going to talk about Infinity War, so maybe we should start. Yeah, yeah. With I'm, that. I'm, let yeah. me let me give you okay, some other fine. examples, okay, and cool. then so the Matrix for for me the Matrix is like the an ambitious film, an ambitious film that succeeds in all of that, and is like one of my favorite films of all time. Right? What about two and three, Matrix two and three? They are ambitious, but they're not as they good. Pull it off, but but like, the Matrix yeah. isn't like uniformly ambitious though. Like it has like a very traditional story, doesn't it? Like a very it has. arc. Like it's a traditional story arc. No, no, no. True. It's like true. hero's journey. There's love interest. There's like a villain. Like it's very. There's three acts. There's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. all of but that. But like I, I, I'm just trying to like see. But it's 
it, but it's ambitious in like loads of other things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you can't define ambitious just by one thing. No, yeah. It can be anything. In yeah. Avatar, it's like the enormity of the world, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then again, it relies on you know, no, no, no film, no art piece exists in a vacuum, right? Yeah. Everything is affected and affects everything around it. Yeah. The new Blade Runner, for example, is ambitious for me in the way that it's not respecting modern blockbuster pace and does that in its own way being slow and long and like feels like an old film but in a for way example. it's playing it safe because it yeah. emulates its previous version like that's that, like you're saying it's playing it safe in one way because because it's taking the same ingredients yeah but you one. know by doing that you know that you're not going to make money and you spend 200 million dollars to make a slow film that no one's going to watch knowing that no one's going to watch but and it flopped do you, that is ambition do people know that though is that like i think going to be a flop surely they would it can't be they must have some sort of uh you know want to be successful they're not like oh we're gonna do the same mm, as yeah. this and it's gonna in fail this in this case they wanted to make a film that is true to the original yeah but playing it safe would have been like the robocop remake making yeah. it to an action film that is playing it safe okay but that's I, what I, I feel at least yeah, i may no, be wrong i agree on that like that being said not super ambitious like, no like, no it's like, not it's not super ambitious no um, but like yeah i'd say i'd say that the new blade runner isn't playing it safe, mm -hmm. but it, like it's in the middle ground. It's in the grey yeah. area. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe it is. So, but yeah, yeah. Di it didn't, like you said, it didn't fold and become like massive action. The, what the rest of the pop culture around yeah, it yeah, currently yeah. is. It's, it resisted that. Yeah, I appreciated that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah okay, in that, in that sense, I felt the Infinity War, the new Avengers film, was playing it a bit safe, and. It's hard to say that for a film that kills half of the half of the yeah, heroes. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Red alert. I mean, we gave a lot of hints yeah. that we're gonna touch uh, yeah, on we, that. Yeah, we did say we were gonna talk. Apologies about it. if I ruined the film, but still go and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, but that's the thing, though. I agree, it was ambitious. If, but they didn't kill off. Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. You clearly know, know that yeah. they're coming back. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, like so far, like. The only thing, only person I think died is uh, Green Girl, the daughter of. Uh, but even Gamora, that, yeah. Yeah. even that, maybe she's alive in the stone. Yeah, but she like at least she had like some blood and stuff. Like. <laughs> she had blood and stuff, yeah. Yeah. And Vision is fucking. Yeah, he's probably he died discarded. twice, didn't he? Thank God. What Get a, rid of that useless, useless character, yeah. pile of shit character that I've ever seen in His my life. His function is to hold a stone. Yeah. And he has like no powers. And go, go protect Vision, like. Oh yeah, what the fuck? What the. <laughs> well, that, that moment where they like getting their ass kicked and Captain America walks in and saves the day yeah whereas the other ones Red Scarlet and Vision are basically gods yeah compared to Captain yeah, America yeah. and they you know Captain America is the one that I thought that was a bit of a but yeah, I, I I watched that and thought I actually like that because it's okay because they because I like my I always like Batman because Batman's like a man true who yeah. sort of stays in touch with like gods and so i like the human characters also so they're not just human characters who like stand there while thor throws this massive hammer yeah there's some sort of like there's levels to each person mm. thor was cool in this film thor is really cool yeah yeah, yeah he 
the whole <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy crossover thing was like yes. the funniest bits was that. Like, it's amazing how it yeah. was so like night and day. Yeah. When when the Guardians came into the film and every scene they were in, how much more enjoyable the film was. Like how much more their dialogue's better, their characters are more interesting. Yeah. It's funnier. Like everyone's laughing. James Gunn helped writing the bits. Yeah, I read okay. that as well. And also that uh, New Zealand guy with a tricky name uh, also consulted on... T- Tiger Watiti. <laughs> <laughs> what you said. <laughs> also like uh, had a similar sort of consultant type role. Yeah, he's uh, amazing. He's such a great filmmaker. Um, so, yeah, I just felt like in that sense, basically by copying the comic books not really trying anything you're not having the emotional climax of actual killing the characters but okay devil's advocate and like marvel mm. is very ambitious because it's the only film franchise in the history of film that actually has long term like storytelling it's more like a tv show that spans over true, decades true. and it kind of works really well oh it does work yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so that like their, their ambition is the the long liberty of it like how long term they must like it's not a very intricate story it's like it's yeah. almost like anecdotal things that tie them together but episodic still, like, yeah but it's still very massive you're like. right and who would have thought that they were going to be able to bring a, a comic book universe onto the big screen with 20 films in 10 years that's yeah. insane that yeah. is highly <laughs> ambitious and I have to be I also have to play devil devil's advocate for this because you said they didn't take many risks but from reading the marvel universe for so many years mm-hmm. i i have when i when i left i thought i was really impressed because it felt like you know uh they that how they developed that story they didn't they took bits from lots of different there's it's almost it's really difficult to describe but in the comic in the comic book series they do exactly this and they're doing it in the films so they have the series of each comic build up to a like epic momentous moment that crosses all of all of the characters mm. and then they have a new line of stuff that's birthed off that mm-hmm. universe and then they go to another epic moment and what i'm really impressed by is that in terms of comics you can do so many different things and you some can fuck up and some can be successful but it's fine yeah but they've managed to when i watched infinity war i was like whatever your doubts of certain films like black panther or thor or whatever once once the film begins you're like they've interweaved all these characters and none none of them are like clashing they're Mm -hmm. all kind of like coming together in a way that's an enjoyable film and you're and you're never like the only my only problem is i didn't really like hulk in it but let's just leave that very much hulk yeah, it's it's a very enjoyable film. Only if you watched the other ones. You don't have to watch all of them. Like some I, of them, yeah. Yeah, some. I, I, yeah. D- yeah. But if you j- if this is your first film, obviously yeah. you're not gonna. Yeah, 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 sure. You know, yeah, and the less you've seen, I guess, the less those deaths. Re- less of those like references. Mm. Well, yeah. You're into, but but sp- you got you got what you wanted, right? You went into that film as a fan and walked out of it happy to be a fan. Yeah, because I I felt like they had taken. I know we weren't going to talk about nostalgia, but they've taken bits of different certain momentous moment, moments in comics 
and made it, and it's new. It's like a new storyline, yeah. but they've made it. Yeah, they borrowed bits. And, they borrowed stuff. Yeah, and like it, a and perfect like fresh. orchestra. They, yeah. I think no, you're right. Or felt Ma- okay, I mean, not fresh, maybe. But uh, I mean, this is th- so. I like the film, right? Sure. All of us like the film. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a a perfect attempt and putting all of that together. That's that must be insane. First of all, writing the script on of trying yeah, to yeah, intermingle all of that is insane. Um, but as a fan, you got all you expected and you liked it. Yeah. Right. What what I consider ambitions. Ambition would have been for that to take another completely different path. Can you give me some sort of example? Yeah. So, which is why I think The Last Jedi was very ambitious, right? Okay. Because it did exactly what you weren't thinking it would do. It took it took a hero. It took Luke Skywalker, made it into a asshole at first, then destroyed the Je- the Jedi legacy by burning the books. And killed him. That is narrative, you know, ambition in narrative, I think, Mm -hmm. because it went against everything that was expected from Star Wars. Whereas Infinity War went in line with everything that was expected from it. Which I think is the difference. They're both good films. I think one is more ambitious than the other. Okay. Yeah, Infinity War is like a Force Awakens. Yes. (laughs) And uh, Last Jedi (laughs) is uh, like... The opposite of the Force Awakens in terms of the narrative yeah. ambition. Yeah, remember the Force but Awakens came out. Everyone was like, everyone was really happy with it, and then the critics were like, "Oh, this is too. This is like the same film we already have." And yeah, then, exactly. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we had this discussion, didn't okay. we? Like, yeah, yeah, how you can't please everyone, but like, yeah. I still, th- th- I find I, I do still find it difficult because you're ba- you're basically telling me that, like, I and un- I understand. Uh, the last Star Wars film, like I've, I had to go through a lot to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I almost. So are you telling me that I'm like, I'm almost like a classic consumer? What? No. Fami- no, no, I'm not. Not in sort of an insult way. Just uh, like I'm. I want my familiarity and my sort of everyone ratio that, right? of of films because. Well, not just you. That's like even me. I'm just saying that. No, no, no. But we I, liked I, both film. Both of all of us liked all of the films. Like, but that's what I mean. My my reaction to the Last Jedi was that because that was a not as good film. Because when I watched Infinity War, I watched it and I was like, I lo- I really enjoy it. It's yeah, hitting yeah. all my notes and it's well well done. Bravo. Mm-hmm. But like Last Jedi, I was like, I think mm, that was a bit uh, hey, I think weird, and I didn't like it. And I think it's completely fine to rate. Uh, Infinity War over Last Jedi because Last Jedi is not a perfect film. By yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. I will. They, they, yeah, like they're marginally different. How I would sure. rate them. Okay. Yeah, in overall rating. Yeah, like if I have to like between one and ten. Yeah, if you like, start counting the flaws as well, Last Jedi has more flaws than Infinity War does. But you get it that has from taking be. risks, perhaps because they, perhaps. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's a preference. Thing. It yeah. ends up being a preference thing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which is why this is an interesting yeah. topic of conversation. Okay. Yeah. It's and something the, uh, the world agrees with you, box office wise, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Yay. laughs> so it's Thanks, like well. I think I think uh, rating wise, Last Jedi is higher rated a little bit, and box office wise, um, Infinity was making more money, yeah. even though Last Jedi did one point three. Yeah. Yeah. Did billion. you see that uh, poster thing? With the like that, with like the lightsaber being handed over to like Iron Man's 
it went over in uh, Force Awakens yeah. by now, and right? There, yeah, and there was this like apparently. Yeah. I think did we talk about this this week? Like, yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, so there's this tradition apparently between like movie production companies and directors to like say like congrats. Yeah, yeah. Their box office records beaten. Domestic though, because Avatar is still number one worldwide with yeah. two point two. Yeah, but anyways, was it Jimmy Jimmy Cameron? Which do you want to say that quote? That Jimmy Cameron yeah, quote. Probably you had it. Because that was that was that was the first thing you mentioned yeah. when you heard of the topic. Yeah. Um, however, which one did you prefer? Uh, Infinity War. Okay. Yeah. No, I I I preferred Last Jedi. Yeah. Clearly, for me, it was like obvious. Without an even a moment of doubt. Yeah. Infinity War. So, what's your rating for Infinity War? Uh, nine. Okay, well that's but pretty again, high up. But again, I'm always thinking in terms of like, if if I'm rating it as like part of the, like, if I'm rating it as a comic book film, it's a nine. You have to rate it for whatever it, whatever it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I know. it's a nine. Yeah, no, for me, for me, it's a seven, and Last Jedi is like an eight point five. I also quite like the fact that. Even though it's like Infinity War Part One, it ne- it felt like a like that was a film. It wasn't like a Harry Potter Part One. Oh, that's not right. Like, it felt even less than that. It felt like mean? a TV series, like TV episode. But it didn't. It it very ended cliff, on very cliffhanger ending, though, isn't it? Like I don't know. Although, because do you, does anyone really think they're dead? And also, like they're definitely not dead. That would be like yeah, yeah. Like, you can't kill off Spider Man. Yeah, like a brand new like, fuck. Like, a, <laughs> <laughs> a, mo- a money machine, a brand new money machine. You can't kill him, yeah. I it do didn't, have it didn't, didn't have an ending at all. Well, but that's what Samuel I mean. L. Jackson says, mother... F- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cut in mid, <laughs> mid-sentence. How is that not an ending? <laughs> that's a very satisfying um, ending, even. <laughs> but I think, again, that might be just from my uh, reading of comics. That's how they ended those ones. They, like, go... They they're kind of addressing the new universe now. The universe, the new universe, is that half of them have gone, and that's it. That's the end of the film. And now you have some more films based off half of the people that disappeared. I don't know. I maybe I don't know. What's Doctor Strange? What's Doctor Strange like? A bit uh, OP in this. OP. One? Yeah, like overpowered. I feel like he had like a bigger part than I expected him to have. Yeah. But apparently that happens in the comics, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, does yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm a very ignorant viewer because I never read any of these comics. Well, like, again, I, I don't know much about Doctor Strange. I just Strange felt like Doctor Strange was like... I mean, I've, I've just watched a lot of YouTube videos after. after. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. Like, you feel like he's like the answer to everything here. Like, he can control time with his stone. And, like, he also saw the future, right? Like, he did sort of a brute force uh, the time travel to figure out, like, one... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he has a plan. He yeah. knows what yeah, he like, did. What yeah, he did. I mean, uh, that kind of reduces its power because as soon as you know that Doctor Strange can manipulate has, time, yeah, he's seen the one solution. So whatever he's done is aimed towards that yeah, final in, yeah, victory. Yeah, and that's like why actually, you know, there's all this hints, isn't it? Like that's why he decides to like Hand save Iron stand. Man because yeah, like yeah. he obviously wouldn't have done that if he knew that that was detrimental to the because he's a very rational cynical yeah, yeah, yeah. guy he wouldn't have done that if it wasn't yeah. a bigger play so you can almost go right so the next even one literally says it right he promises that he won't save him yeah and then like after yeah it's yeah right, right, yeah and he would have seen the whole them trying to get the glove out yeah and he would have done something so you know obviously it's everything has been calculated yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and then the so I, I do have a have a theory of because you know that the end of the part two Infinity War part two that's when a lot of their contracts end like uh, yeah. Iron Man Chris Stark yeah Chris Evans Captain America so we're all I'm, my kind of theory and, and Helen's as well is that they're gonna they're gonna have to do some sort of trading like a life for a life kind of thing so Chris Evans, Captain America will have to swap with Bucky. Mm. Bucky becomes the new Captain America. Carry on the new Captain America as Bucky. Get rid of Chris Evans. Tony Stark will have to like trade for Ooh. Spidey. Maybe Spider Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they're they're like a just finish off. Uh, and then War Machine carries on as like the, the Iron, Iron Man, Man. Yeah. Yeah. for a bit. I don't know. But how, how Iron, Man, end- Iron Man is the easiest replaceable one, though, right? It's actually just a suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just do that the whole time. I guess all of them are. Even the under eight Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, right? that, there's lots of future ones and mm, yeah. they all change. It's all, yeah. Um, what was it? Well, how do you rate them? Equally, almost. Yeah, Jedi are yeah. Um, pretty equal, I think. Like, yeah. Uh, between the seven and eight oh yeah the other yeah. thing so when when the film finished i was like touching my head i was like what the fuck happened you know i really enjoyed it yeah, and yeah, it's constantly course. constantly funny as well the other negative i could find is that compared to other marvel films it doesn't seem to have a strong visionary director behind it creating some beautiful visuals like you know james gunn in guardians you have like some beautiful pictures some beautiful moments there yes or like thor ragnarok has some cool moments like a taika watiti this felt more like a kevin feige kind of film than a russo film well if if you know what i mean now you've mentioned it like the avengers one had the huge montage scene of people fighting there was always like a moment and then in Avengers 2, they had they copied the same thing, which is a bit lame. Yeah. Where they're all fighting against all the Ultrons. Yeah. But yeah. in this one, like you said, I don't remember anything that was like epic. Well, had the vac- in the but vac- the whole thing was epic, I suppose. Wakanda. Yeah, the, uh, Wakanda. Fair, like, uh, battles. Yeah, that's fairly big scale. Yeah, yeah, a big scale, but visually, but, like, yeah, yeah. Image, you know, beautiful images. Do you remember anything? Thanos, when Thanos kind of brings the moon down... That was kind of cool, I thought. What about that really cool scene where Four comes in and like swings the hammer around? Yeah, that was, that cool. was fucking yeah. badass. That, yeah. Shout out to Stian, by the way, who did the lightning effects for that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Right, right. Right. Oh, he did all of Thor's... Uh, I'm not going to say he did all of it, I don't know. Yeah. But I think like he, when Four arrives and like sort of kicks some ass when he arrives. Yeah, that's fucking nice. cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Uh, I like Thanos... He did all of it. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. No other people were involved at all, actually. <laughs> Um, the other thing I really enjoyed was Thanos' dialogue I thought he was the best villain to date for the the MCU and that's actually quite impressive because it's like every sort of action-y movie they always have to up the stakes and like make a more villainy villain and that's really hard when you've been doing it for 10 years like make it actually seem like a challenge so they succeeded in that that was pretty well done but did you like when he sacrifices, uh, what's the name again? Gamora. 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 I didn't quite buy it. No, I didn't buy it either. I mean, like, I overall, was sort of going for, but like, I don't. 
This guy is <laughs> clearly has no like love for anyone. I think yeah. that was Rus- the Russo's uh, fault. Is an in, in emotion. It made me the movie made me laugh, but it didn't make me made me sad. And he had so many deaths that you just gone. Yep, Loki done. First five minutes. Who cares? You know. Yeah. yeah. Then everyone dies. Yeah. No emotional impact there. Uh, Gamora dies. He cries. I'm not even feeling it. Yeah. You know. If it, if it wasn't for the fact that like even timing wise, they show Thanos used the time travel trick. Like right before everyone dies, basically. I was, and it's like so fresh in memory that, like, yeah, of course you can manipulate time. Yeah. Then those deaths probably would have felt a bit more impactful. Like, because, but since you have the visual, like, they show you the trick and then try to, like, make you believe they're all dead, it doesn't really, like, oh, happen, that's what you mean. It works. Like, yeah. it happens so close to each other, like those two events, yeah. that it's like really fresh in memory. It's like, yeah, you can just, like, yeah, a, nothing yeah, is yeah. set in stone. Yeah. So, uh, not thing set in an infinity stone. <laughs> Actually, the, I only had one. Sorry for that. <laughs> I had two emotional bits. Yeah, which one? The one was, but it kind of harks back to Thor one when Thor comes back and throws his at, throws his thing, and you're like, ah, because he's like, he's just awesome for yeah. for that yeah. like scene because he has, you know, that bit. That but was actually like the one bit I thought. I actually thought this was it because I, I was constantly like thinking, well, they've got to off Captain America and Iron Man. They have to kill them because their contracts are over. So, you know, are they going to be ballsy? And it's when I actually really enjoyed oh, yeah. that Stark was a- when Stark's like getting fucked. Yeah, that, and I was like, that was they're cool. going to kill him. Cool. He's going to he die. Why didn't he die there? That would have been actually good. Yeah, that would have been ambitious as well. Yeah. Yeah, him made, made the way through the first uh, like film of a part. It yeah. felt yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have felt right because yeah, he was like he's one of the big pillars. Yeah, and yeah, that would have worked. And even the way Thanos talks to him, I think he because you think there's this whole thing because uh, Thanos talks to Iron Man, doesn't he? For loads of the se- uh, loads of the films. Yeah, and he like meets him finally, and he's like, "Oh, you've been in my head all this time," and Thanos is like. Yeah, well, we don't. I don't need you anymore. And then, yeah, he's like, it's over now. And then he just starts like pummeling him. Yeah, but Thanos doesn't seem too fussed. Yeah, he exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't, give a shit. Yeah, like, so yeah, like minor. half of you were gonna die. Like, doesn't really matter to me who. <laughs> like, mm. he has yeah, no yeah. like. So that's kind of cool trait festival as well because he doesn't really care who yeah. he kills. He's I like, think this is why yeah. why he succeeds. Like, you don't make a villain. Like meaner, very, very, he's very you, impersonal. You <laughs> make him more relatable somehow, and that's yeah. how you make a good villain. You make him more, you 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 justify his reasoning. Yeah. So don't so make yeah. don't make Theo dictator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a likable. One. <laughs> You're gonna um, be like that guy in. Um, uh, in what? Yeah. Um. What was it? Um. Avengers: Thanos Infinity War. Um. Oh yeah, why didn't why instead of killing half of the population didn't he double the food or the resources <laughs> of the universe? Oh Jesus, are we getting to this, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't he make everyone half the size? So then all the food is yeah, like exactly. greater he's quantity. Say, he's saying resources are finite, isn't that what he's saying? So like obviously oh, yeah. it's not something you can do then, I yeah. guess. Maybe ah. he's just a ah. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, why I mean, these movies are not supposed to. You're not supposed <laughs> to ask questions that yeah. kind of. Would it not be shit? more fair to like wipe out not at random, but like a few planets? 
because like, then like it will be fair the to, weaker like, ones yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but, like, because it's not like it's not like all the it's like every every living thing right like because aliens and like yeah you have like those f- a, Groot poor Groot dies yeah it, like he's he produces oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. But also, why not just kill those uh, frost giants? Yeah, th- <laughs> I'm thinking like, yeah, <laughs> fuck those stupid blue giants. Because it doesn't seem like he. Well, he's obviously mean, but he seems to like believe that it's like it's like it has to be done. Wouldn't it be more fair to just like wipe out all of humanity, for example? So like, there's no one left of a certain kind. Because then it would be like sad for them, but they're all dead. So like, but then, <laughs> like, if you, like if it take like every but, other, but person then maybe that's it. part of his character. Because then you're like, however, oh, yeah, however, he he's like, like he's Noah's, fair. It's like Noah's Ark. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's, like he's fair. Like he's half fair, of yeah. everyone. The moment you start choosing, yeah, you have power, and he doesn't want power. He just wants a peaceful universe. Yeah. Oh, there's a theory that says that apparently that. You know the ending bit where he walks in the, and watches the yeah. sunset. Yeah, that isn't that is set after the next film. That's a cool theory, right. I suppose. But they they beginning to do these, especially at the end. They kept doing the kind of spiritual stuff, as in Gamora as a girl talking yeah. to him. Like he clicks his fingers and he goes to talks to her, and she's like, "Is it done or something?" And he's like, "Yes." But that seems to be like there's going to be mm. way more of him talking to his to young Gamora or something. That was yeah. the best bit of the film, whenever he was talking. Yeah, yeah. Also, the yeah, line yeah. th- was the Stark thing when he says, uh, I hope they remember you and I'm going to spare half of humanity because you fought hard. Though, though that, yeah. that was probably my favorite bit. Nice. Cool film. Yeah. Seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> go, on, go and watch. Run to the cinema now. Nice. Okay. So I feel like we've but addressed th- Affinity War. Yeah, yeah. Do you, but you, do you, you see the whole ambitious thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think everyone likes ambition. Of course. I'm just trying to think, think of some more... Uh, some more examples. Examples, yes. Um, my, uh, like a recent example is how mu- for me was how much I liked Annihilation. Okay. Whereas it's arguably a flawed film. I still haven't seen it, actually. It's actually quite cool. Yeah. It's uh, Garland, right? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I like him. He, he's a good writer. Yeah. Have you heard how he, he directed, technically directed Dread, the film, mm-hmm. no, but he didn't get the directing credit because he was the writer? So he was the writer when they fired the main guy. Right. So te- for some sort of technical reason, you can't get a directing credit after you've been already the writer or whatever. Okay. Right. Okay. But Dread, Dread, is a, Dread is a cool fucking film. Is that... Because that was great. That that wasn't playing it safe. And it was... Oh, I don't know if it was playing it safe. Definitely oh. didn't feel like playing it safe, well, was it? N- or oh, the fact that you have a lead that never shows his face. That's pretty ballsy. In in the old red film, you see Stallone. Yeah. I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> but then I, I suppose when you dilute it, maybe it is safe because it was just in t- it was inside that one building and it was like a 
It was die hard. He has. It's like it's almost like a game because he's like you start on levels ground floor and you have to work your way up to the top floor where the evil. They played it very safe because they copied the best film of all time. (laughs) 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 Like I'm not sure why, but also the most ambitious thing ever made, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean that is pretty true. (laughs) A New York cop against this uh, British German guy (laughs) (laughs) with a black guy as a comedy relief uh, (laughs) character. Show him the Rolex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Such a good film. (laughs) Um, Give me some more. Uh, You kind of need to put it in the engine. Put more uh, ideas in the engine. Because I can't think of anything. What is the film in recent? There's a recent film that they kill the lead very, very early on and you don't expect it. Which one is that? Do you remember? Deep Blue Sea, mate. <laughs> 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 uh, are you thinking of the the other guys where uh, The Rock and Samuel Jackson jumps off? Isn't that the other guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the yeah, other guys, like, yeah. That is ambitious, though. Because that, that <laughs> kind of jokingly saying so, but that was like, the best back, yeah. joke in the whole movie when like those two guys, if, which you think are going to be like annoying like bully sidekicks throughout, just die. Great yeah. joke. Ambitious joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> killing funny, Han Solo, is that ambitious? Uh, or is that expected in expected, a way? Expected, I think. Yeah. Like Expected, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? More ballsy to kill Luke Skywalker than Han Solo, I think. Yes. Yeah. But are you, there wasn't no, like a huge death that no one was expecting. No, that was... I guess Game of Thrones has been quite... Yeah. Ballsy with the way he kills characters. Yeah. Is TV ambitious? Um, Westworld is a fairly ambitious show. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Although it's fairly, like, takes components of things that are very relatable, but it's, like, exploring things that are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, cool. I suppose it's kind of the curse, though, isn't it? Because the overambition becomes normality... Yeah, and then becomes part of the formula, and then you're still yeah. playing so it you safe. So you expect Game of Thrones to, like, randomly Game of Thrones is character. That, yeah. Game of Thrones was ambitious, yeah. and now it's becoming... But that, that ended the same time Ned Stark's head hit the ground. Oh, my God. Do you remember? I remember where well, I was. Imagine the shockwaves. Yeah. It's, like, it's like how I remember where I was at 9-11. I remember where I was yeah. when Ned Stark's head Shit. went off. And that internal fucking sadness and anger yeah. inside you. That you were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Like, that, no. You didn't even believe it. Like, no, there's something must happen in the next one yeah. because it left an a- amazing. It's yeah, cra- yeah, it's crazy how that's also not the last episode of the season, isn't it? It's yeah. like, it's like episode nine or something, and there's ten episodes. <laughs> didn't they make a habit of nine yeah, yeah, being the big yeah, yeah, one? Yeah, the second to last episode is always like the. I think that's the same thing with the, the Red Wedding, another great, uh, yeah, ambitious. Yeah. Uh, although based on a written thing, that's not something they didn't like. But um, true. Yeah. Very true. Fuck. Westworld is pretty ambitious. In terms of games, I think Hideo Kojima is overly ambitious as well. (laughs) With his. uh, He he fails his own ambition. (laughs) (laughs) Which reminds me, I need to take that to the James Cameron quote, which does not apply to Kojima, by the way. (laughs) But we can uh, can end the conversation with that amazing quote from James Cameron. Do you know? I mean, we've we've talked a lot. We talked for an hour. Except if you want to mention any other games, because game wise, we have uh, Uh, that Quantic Dreams. Fella with heavy rain, he yeah. I think he's failing in many ways. <laughs> then you have like um, uh, Jonathan Blow, 
fairly ambitious, Ooh, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, high concept. I yeah, like high concept games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the indie games in general, indie people people take risks. Yeah, that's the, that's the same for film, isn't it? Like the mm-hmm. less money you have, the more ambitious you have to be, right? Like, True. It's not like why Ex Machina is a really good film because it was fairly low budget mm-hmm. and it's limited to like one location. And yeah. For practical reasons, almost that yeah, yeah. enhances the whole thing, is and ga- therefore they allow you to do whatever you want. Yeah. Is gaming almost like there's less on the line because, like for a film, you like a, for a big film franchise, taking risks has huge repercussions. Yeah. Whereas if you're an indie developer, you can it fails and fails, and you move like, yeah, on. And you can distribute the, the game yeah. freely. Like a, yeah. a cinema release costs money. Like sure, yeah. Now with games. Yeah. I remember Grand Theft Auto when at some point was hugely ambitious when they allowed you to, you know, kill people. That, uh, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Concept. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they've kind of that's another prime example of taking risk and then yeah. and then becomes mainstream. Mm. As in now, yeah, it's not being graphically violent, which is the risk taking part. I don't think. Would you even say GTA is risk taking anymore? It's just. No, technologically develop, no. developing, and also it's like just really good storytelling now as well. Like yeah. Yeah. stories are really good and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it would only be ambitious. Like now, like yeah, how do you take we, risks we, in we, games? We had this horrible lunch talk, didn't we? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> you do like Norman Sky. That was an ambition. <laughs> yeah. thing. but I suppose you're talking. That's that's like techno- technological risk taking, and so there's there must be technology and storytelling oh yeah yeah there's all the, i mean ambition can be anything yeah so like in storytelling wise we have the horrible conversation we were talking about about what if you add sexu- into if you're game a sexual pred- if you're like a sexual predator in grand theft auto for example like yeah, if you're a rapist yeah that would be very controversial fairly ambitious yeah, I'm I mean, not sure if, well, it was like <laughs> a rapist. Well, borderline with Trevor. It was Trevor in five. Yeah. You are a serial killer, like a psychotic serial killer, yeah, almost. Yeah, okay. but like, but aren't you kind of by default that in Grand Theft Auto by just doing <laughs> missions? Like, <laughs> most missions True. involves like shoot that guy in the head, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> just because they say he's a serial killer, it's like you should make you think that like actually we all are. Yeah, in a way we all <laughs> he's are. Not, he's not. He's not worse than anyone else. In that. Be, being a rapist is a good one because <laughs> on the one hand it would be controversial, but imagine yeah. the other one being an actual rapist. Playing the game would make you not do that in real life. It, it might it might fulfill that urge, you know. So therapeutically, it's like might do more good than bad. Or even in a way, you would do it, and you would feel disgusted. Yeah, like, yeah, all that. You'd be like, even though you'd never want to do that in your life, but by even having to do the act, you're like, this is horrible. And yeah, it causes so much disgusting. pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I only got a hundred XP for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Christ! Did you oh watch? Dear. Did you watch the new Red Dead Redemption trailer? No, I didn't. Oh, no, I haven't seen. Fucking it. amazing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. They, these guys, isn't is Ross yeah. working on it? I it's think insane. So. Well done, the Ross. La- Last of Us. That's an ambitious game because oh, yeah. they take a conventional genre and you expect a certain type of game when it's like set in that sort of life. But sure. Like a very close knit story about like guy and a random mm. girl yeah like mature they, yeah it's very yeah but is, does that mean is that risky or just 
good storytelling. I mean, it's ambitious when because like the obvious thing to do there would be more of a slasher sort of horror game, wouldn't it? Than a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, I it's, a, very, it's a very safe story. Tricky. Yeah. So. yeah okay. A nice example of ambitiousness is from Naughty Dog. Uh, wise Crash Bandicoot. Is, so uh, it's actually in uh, Uncharted, Uncharted 4, when there's an click. episode where you just play real life. And he, you, yeah. you start by playing a little bit of Crash Bandicoot yeah, and then you and walk around the house. And, you know, that moment, I think that was new for gaming. Yeah, playing yeah. real life in a game. <laughs> the Simpsons. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what's the quote? Yeah. Do you have a good James Cameron impression do you want to read it i definitely don't have any idea i how don't James have no Cameron idea how it sounds either. he's quite an ambitious dude yeah so <laughs> not sure where the quote is from maybe it's a fake quote maybe it's like bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but at, at, it comes up on the website brainy quote okay nice okay so it goes as follows if you set your goals ridiculously high and it's a failure you will fail above everyone else's success mm-hmm. nice yeah that was the first thing that came to my mind when you mentioned yeah this. yeah, yeah. And it's very fitting. Yeah, because he tries to up the stakes, like oh. push the envelope, as he likes to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good filmmaker. Yeah. yeah. What are our feelings about uh, the bunch of new Avatar movies we'll get in a couple of years? I have faith in James. Yeah, he hasn't really failed any... He hasn't <laughs> failed big at any point, has he? No. Has he... We were saying just before we recorded, it was a... Uh, is it... You know, they d- released the, the avatars, and they almost even immediately after that, they were like, they're gonna make some sequels. Yeah. And now it's been ten years. Yeah. Not ten years, surely. Well, it must have been two thousand nine. Two thousand nine came out. Oh so, my god! So, <laughs> yeah. And like, it will be ten years before the sequels come out. So, so ten yeah. years has he missed the the hype train? Marvel so made speak? twenty films in the same time. <laughs> he has. <Yeah. laughs> Shit! <laughs> the whole Marvel universe has been created. Yeah, in it's the time been built that in that time. He has missed. The window, but so, so it's up to him to so yeah, open it, another one. So he's yeah. almost, it's almost down. Maybe, or maybe, maybe, maybe like his decision almost, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll fucking wait. Clever. <laughs> because that would be taking a risk. He's Things gone, I mean, want it to be fresh. I want it to he, be new he's again. He's taking the risk, people. though, by like doing Thing. many, shooting back to back sequels, isn't he? So that, that is a, that's a fairly ballsy move. Because what yeah. if like the second one comes out and like it's, everyone hates it, and then there's like n- another two yeah. that's going like, to basically. There must be, yeah, there must be a reason why he didn't, he, there's such a gap, because yeah. before wasn't it... But he, need, he needed to go to, like, the deepest uh, sea thing, you oh, know, yeah, very, yeah. Like, he has an ambitious uh, private life as well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he has world to... Record, des- world record holder for, like, deepest uh, submarine uh, dive, hasn't he? In a submarine of his own design. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Well, that's, uh, that's, that was a nice fitting ending to a nice conversation. Yeah, yeah. and then we're doing one more bit. We're doing top three Marvel Marvel movies. films. Yes. Okay, so we'll be back with that right after a short break. Yeah. I think I'm recording. Okay. Should we play the jingle ones? The, the special edition jingle. Top three films of the MCU. 
Yes. Starting from the bottom up. Bottom up. Okay. Do you want to go, Phil? Uh, uh, is it safe to say that out of the three of us, you're the biggest uh, MCU fan? I think that's safe Sure. Okay. Have you seen all of them? Uh, the only one I've missed is um, Ragnarok. You've missed out Ragnarok? I know. But I think it's not even out in DVD yet, is it? Um, it's not out yet. It must be coming out very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just missed it in the cinema. Yeah, I think if you tr- if you you could find it probably if you tried, mate. I'm not saying I found it. <laughs> <laughs> you just found it on the floor. <laughs> put it in the DVD. Um, so you haven't seen one. You haven't. I haven't uh, seen any. Last <laughs> <laughs> well, the, when I found four on the floor, I started watching it. No, <laughs> that was okay. the only one you missed. You missed. Yes, I watched half of. No, and I haven't seen any other four films. Oh, okay. Or Black Panther, I haven't seen. Wow, I've seen all of them. Oh, Some of them more than red hot. arguably the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them more than once as well. Of because course. some of them came on Netflix, so like how you watch some of them. Okay. I watched um, Civil War recently, for example. Yeah, same. There's a good build-up to this one, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm cool. loving Bucky, by the way. I'm, I'm, uh, Bucky is my favorite Holy character. Shit. I had I had the same realization. Yeah, yeah. He's the Winter really Soldier all the him. way, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I just like his character. It's very... Uh, hmm. I think it's because he kills Stark's parents in Civil War. Uh, so Yandu was my favorite character. Well, of course. Until Yandu Mary is Poppins, um, bitch. Meryl from uh, <laughs> Walk, uh, Walking Dead. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. The blue character blue guy in Guardians. Like, yeah. like the mohawk. Yeah, yeah. He was easily my favorite character. And now I think it's Bucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he does have the best line. I'm Mary Poppins, bitch. <laughs> is, the best, <laughs> is the best phrase I've ever seen. No, it's I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Is it y'all? It's not bitch, is it? Okay, fine. Did you guys like the Kevin Bacon joke? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that one. That was pretty that good. That was quite good. Again. <laughs> and four things like he might be, yeah. Yeah. Again. That's all Guardians and all James Gunn. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'll do my okay. third. Okay. okay. But maybe please. maybe I'll influence which one ends up on my phone. Yeah. Because it's a very floaty list for me. Yeah, mine are, mine's floaty as well, and I, I'm happy to change them. Okay. Because, like Ola said, there's a lot of... Equal. Blurry middle ones. True. Debatably. Yeah, anyway. Okay, third one is uh, Iron Man 1. Yes, mine as well. Oh, that's the third one. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's my third one as well. It's like a very good film. Being yeah. surpassed for me. Fair from point. I had mon- I had Iron Man higher up on my list. Okay. Uh, it was like f- and floating between first and second, but I, I think I maybe I shouldn't give it credit for being first. No, I think you should. No, you should. It, it does Definitely. count. It set the tone. Yeah. It created the formula that has been forever <laughs> repeated. Repeated. <laughs> <laughs> to make uh, sixteen billion. It was the risk taker one. The risk taker one, and then mm. the rest became the formula. And a risk taker, a risk taker, or whatever that is. Yeah, a Rick roller. <laughs> Who's the bad guy on Iron Man One? It's um, the dude. Yes, it's it's Jin. Oh, um, yeah. um, yeah. um, fuck. Yeah, I the actually, fuck? I actually remember it was on TV. I I saw Infinity War, and then in the nighttime they had Iron Man One on, so I watched it for about fifteen minutes, and it's when he's fighting him at the end. And I went, wow, this is very 
<laughs> low low key low level fighting <laughs> now he's just fighting a larger version of himself Jeff Bridges Jeff yeah. Bridges Jeff Bridges Jeff Bridges <laughs> um, um, okay so that's your third place and, and your, your yours? third place no my Iron Man 1 is my third place yeah so you both have third, like in third yeah. place okay then I have to decide Ant-Man ah, very interesting oh. take yeah Ant-Man uh. We yeah. we we should also <laughs> well, do. Did you guys like? Did you guys like Ant Man? I well, really liked it. Well, I was gonna say like I liked it enough so it's on your list. It was right at, right beneath yeah. in in yeah, that blurry like, yeah, middle. This is like a, a floater. Like it could have been a few other films as well, but I think I liked it because it was slightly deviating from the formula because it is a heist movie rather than a superhero movie. Yeah, it's, it's more like an Ocean's Eleven type movie. It's a like, yeah. I like those movies. Like that's a formula I really like. By the way, standalone as well, completely standalone. Yeah, but yeah, I always have like I have a weak spot for like prison break films okay. and like films that has like a plan that they follow like a heist movie funny one as well quite a funny one yeah. I suppose Paul, Paul Rudd is brilliant yes um, I suppose yeah. we should make special mentions for example I thought Ant-Man was poor okay but my only reason I think everything they did was interesting how he's going small and he's fighting in like a train set and stuff yeah pretty cool effects pretty interesting I just felt like I think it was just after Guardians. Maybe it was same year, same year at least. Yeah, year. and I think I felt that they were trying to, to regain the humor of Guardians and forcing it in a in Ant Man. I felt like the humor was more forced in Ant Man uh. than Guardians. Guardians felt like a flowing, amusing thing, and I, I don't know. I just couldn't couldn't get into the humor of that so one. Yeah. For me, Ant Man is like number four or five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's like jokes I still remember that like the uh, Baskin Robbins never forgets the line. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was really funny. I remember. But that's and, what uh, I mean. You kind of. Me- I I almost again like Black Panther. My cinematic experience in the cinema was terrible for Ant Man. So it's another one I should probably revisit mm. in a clearer mindset. It's, it's on probably good. Um. All right, number two for me. Or do you wanna do you wanna go, Ola? Uh, because you said yeah, it already, right? Did I? Didn't you say that Iron Man was like somewhere? Well, you weren't sure actually. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm making it up now. <laughs> uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's my second. Interesting. Yeah. Is it higher uh, up on your list? It is in my list. It and is on my list, and it's not my number two. <laughs> so, all right. My number two is uh, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Because I thought it was very refreshing, very funny in a different way, di- kind of okay. different tone. It had fucking Jeff Goldblum in as the Grandmaster, okay. who's amazing in that role. Right, okay. Interesting. Uh, the music took another different spin for, for um, MCU, became more, more electro, more... Um, it, it was just... I, th- I really okay. had fun with it. You make me want to watch it if they've changed the music. Like I thought it would just be an orchestral no, standard. No, no, it's not. Wow. Okay. What's your n- What's your two? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's You're Infinity War, you fucker! No, isn't no, it? of course it isn't. For okay. God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be that insane. I thought it was Avengers One. Oh. Yeah, I know people aren't gonna hmm. agree with that. Avengers One. I think Infinity War is better than Avengers One. I think so too. 
<laughs> well, well, you I, disagree. I, bear, bear, in, bear in mind, Avengers One has a special place in my heart because it was, it was the time. You know, this was the first time that they interweaved characters into a highly enjoyable experience with an epic fight, True. and yeah, you know, even the villain. Was it was Loki was the villain this time? So yeah, Loki was evil back was then. Was enjoyable, so it had him in it, and yeah, it had it had the whole montage scene. Everything, I, and it was laughably. It was the the thing I always tell people where I went. Oh my god! In the cinema, out loud, <laughs> which is yeah. I was like amazed that I even said something out loud. I hope that happens to me at one point, like that I involuntarily say yeah, something yeah. in the cinema because that's something I would like. That's like commitment or i know you're sewing anyway so into it you have to i have to i have to oh sorry God. for jesse mentioning jesse but we heard at the, l- the lunch table that jesse gasped <laughs> at infinity war yeah she did she was sitting in front of me so <laughs> infinity at infinity war i've never seen that happening well i never seen it happening like when i watch a film someone took the phone out mid-screening wow in front of people, uh, started recording the entire sequence where they, where Thanos is getting the Infinity Stone out of um, out of Vision. Jesus! Openly, you know, like hands up, very distracting. Recording the sequence. Wouldn't that get you in? It would get you into trouble. trouble. Yeah, but the guy was doing it, and I told that to Stian uh, like the other day. I was like, "Can we leave like that happen?" He was like, "Yeah, you say that." But then Faye's dad showed me the entire Civil War <laughs> on his phone, and and he didn't even like the film. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I think yeah, it was Civil War. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, think, I think Stian told me the story, yeah. Also, I think it was filmed through 3D glasses as well, which just makes it more interesting. What? <laughs> you know, it was like, just like you walk down the road and you record something, it was like that for him. That looks cool, let's record it. <laughs> Oh man! Hopefully, um, hopefully, no one from Marvel will ever listen to this because they'll go after. But uh, didn't uh, <laughs> didn't like famously um, Bruce Banner, like Hulk guy, what's his name again? The actor uh, Ruffalo. The, yeah, uh, Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Didn't he accidentally live stream the premiere on Instagram? Oh no! Yeah. Oh, he did. He did. What? It's, it went off in his pocket. Yes, yeah, so it was only audio, but it was like for twenty minutes, and he was what? yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, really? <laughs> the first 20 minutes, like, in audio from his pocket. Legend. And uh, apparently, like, it ended when, like, some Disney executive, like, your phone, your phone. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, like, someone, like, panicked and found out, like, and then, yeah, found him in the cinema. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Amazing. Um, what's... Oh, we said number twos. Yes. Yeah. So, Avengers, uh, Guardians, Fowler. Yeah. And for me, it was uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Yeah. Guardians is my number one. Guardians is my number one. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I guess I should just be honest. I actually had Iron Man at uh, all the way at oh, the top. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't think it's... The, maybe I give it too much credit for it being no. the first. I don't think... No, but, but it was the first, the first one I jolted down. It's like, yeah, that's probably the yeah, top yeah. one. Fair enough. Um, I, can't, I can't... But also, Robert Downey it gave us Robert Downey Jr., his, that the character, role, that the very role, diff- the role of his life, yeah, yeah. Like, and you could, you know, like the parts of parts of the Caribbean have been so diluted, but the first parts of the Caribbean film, 
when you first see the Jack Sparrow character is very iconic as well. Yeah. And so was Iron Man 1. Yep. Yeah. As being... So, uh, recap. Uh, top three, Phil. You Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Do we even need to explain why it's number one? No. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah I can talk about... Yeah, so Guardians, Avengers, and then you go to... Iron Man 1. Okay. So, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Avengers 1, Iron Man 1. Yeah. So, all the originals. Um, Guardians 1, Thor 3, <laughs> and Iron Man 1. 131. <laughs> so, Iron Man 1, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 1, <laughs> Ant-Man, Stand Alone. No sequels okay. as of yet. Yes, so thank God. Uh, so Coming we, uh, soon with Walton Goggins. <laughs> we kind of agree on most of them. Yeah, like and this order, like this is like the least set in stone order possible. I think it was easier to yeah. rank Star Wars than uh, yeah. Star Wars uh, ranking was much easier than this. Less films, yeah. more yeah. Ma- more years in between them. Yeah, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And um, they're very uneven quality. Marvel has a pretty even quality. Like they're all pretty good. Like yeah. they're not. There's some bad ones. So which one do you think are the Clearly bad films like Hulk 1 and Iron Man 2. Okay. What yeah. else? Um, Tricky. Thor 2 I thought was very weak. Yeah. I have not seen it. Thor 2 is pretty boring. Uh, the Captain America are fairly America. all right, I would say. Oh, yeah. The moment where Red Skull appears in, oh, yeah, in, what was in that? Infinity War was like, oh, oh, was that's pretty like, sweet. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Why? But fair enough. <laughs> Surely that's really degrading because... The Red Skull's like this Nazi yeah, and it's super commander. Yeah, and it's not uh, <laughs> and it's not Hugo Weaving doing the voice either. Is, is, it, is it not? I, I read that like there's an impersonator. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. Oh, uh, man. Um, I think I read that like it's not I him. think my Dang. seven is now a 6.5, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's like pretend to be Hugo Weaving, that's a, that's a sin. <laughs> that's, like, that's fucking yeah. Sacrilege. <laughs> Uh, um, bad ones. Um, I don't know, like highlights or in general stuff that you want to talk about. Not in your top three. I liked effects in Doctor Strange a lot. It was visually a spectacular movie. Yes, true. Um, Very ambitious visuals there. So that's probably like the one that visually l- most memorable for mm-hmm. me. Apart from possibly Guardians of the Galaxy, both one and two actually they're fairly inventive and colorful and bright yeah so. yeah yeah uh, he's uh, we were said that before but in terms of visuals guardians have offered some pretty cool stuff yeah i didn't uh, really enjoy iron man 3 either ah shane black i had fun with it is that the one with mickey rock no that's two uh, yeah, three is the one where you think Ben Kingsley is oh, oh yeah, the Mandarin. The yeah. Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor. I, I, I like Iron Man 3. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> I think I just. I, He's I, doing I, Predator I, now, isn't he? The Shane Black. It's coming out soon. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's because I remember uh, what's her name? His his girlfriend becomes super powered or something. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, she Gwyneth has Paltrow. like the weird infection thing that makes people powerful. So when we see her. Early in Infinity War, is she a superhuman? No, she, she's just norm. Norm. He's oh, a norm. norm. <laughs> a civilian. No one. Anti-vaccine uh, hoax. I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow on a personal level. No. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm really against her. Yeah, She yeah. shouldn't get roles. Yeah, she's very... Uh, and in her personal life as well, she's very... um, Like, she's... She's... she's 
She plays it safe and everything. She's just nice. Doesn't she doesn't, she's not nice. Like no, she's no, like anti-vaccine. Like she she kills people basically. She has a dodgy company that does um, some sort of fake product. Yeah, like, like a fake cancer treatment. All sorts of bullshit. Holy shit! In. I didn't know. Yeah, that. Like she's a horrible human Christ. being. Christ. <laughs> Out of stupidity, more than yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just want to be mean, but like by being so stupid, you are basically mean. Wow. Yeah. You should, she's an influential ignorance. person. Yeah. Wellity, um, wellity. Okay. I have a soft. <laughs> I have a soft spot for Guardians 2 because of the whole Yandu uh, arc. Uh, And, you know, his, the dad, his, you know, the whole dad relationship with uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, it certainly doesn't fail. It's, it's, it's an enjoyable one. But again, blurs into the, the gray area, Mm. middle ground of Marvel films. There's a few I need to re, re watch, like, after watch, actually, I didn't mention this, but after watching Infinity War, it made me rethink my opinion on Black Panther. I didn't like Black Panther. In terms of in terms the film. Of MCU films. It goes like somewhere in the middle bit of the MCU. Okay, fine. But you didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was nothing amazing. Sure. I I thought it was nothing amazing, but it had huge success. Yeah, yeah. And it had some cool bits, especially yeah. all the black culture. Well, basically, the... The philosophy of the bad guy, yeah, was justifiable, good kind of motive for him to be bad. So I liked the uh, what's his name, the bad guy. Exactly, I've got no idea. Um, I just didn't like the uh, <laughs> no didn't way. like the set pieces and some of the visuals. I thought were sure. pretty boring. It was like the package Marvel film. Mm. Do it like this, and then show this, and then develop the character like this, and you've got yourself a hit film. Yeah, that was Black Panther. However, it's amazing that it did good. It's amazing it did. It did good. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying yeah, oh, right, how okay. popular that was, yeah. Cool. Um, how, how politically correct of you feel? <laughs> I mean, to I'm, enjoy a film's popularity. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't enjoy Infinity War's popularity, for example. Do you not? Why? No, I think, I think it's, it's a perfectly good film. It's just like, I'm not, you know, it will only give us more of that. Okay. I'll, Whereas Black Panther's popularity will give us more of that, and that's better. What? What's more of that? More of a racially diverse <laughs> film. Sorry, but I'm, I, well, I'm, thing is, I remember you said to me across lunch or something, you were doing like fisticuffs yeah. to me, like me and you were going to have some sort of epic clash. clash about Infinity War, but... No, really, that, not, I mean, not really. That we was more just, of a joke. You were just winding me up, were you? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I was like, I was interested because I was like, hmm. We well, liked it, liked it, but just in in um, different sure. levels, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I'm on the Wikipedia page <laughs> of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the things that are like coming up. Yeah. Like, I guess we all know about all of them. But um, so there's next one is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Fine. Where is that going to be set? Before? After? Uh, after? Has to be after, right? How? Before. Oh, before. How is it after? Half of the population dead. That's what I mean. I thought that, that that's why they do stuff. I, I thought that was the point. They like do the epic things and then they have some films that are like following the momentous event of that. But like, it's clearly a dick around film. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah a, the trailers. Like, <laughs> people would be a bit more sad. <laughs> but actually, I, to be honest, I haven't seen the trailer, so... Okay. I, I, there's, there's not really any clue in the trailer like for when it is. Mod- okay. It's modern times. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's yeah. before or after. 
of after the other, which <laughs> will be that'd will be, be, really, be really yeah. interesting because then you can like look for clues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and, and we know Captain Marvel is before set in the nineties. Yes. Yeah, Captain Marvel's coming out, and then there's untitled Avengers film, aka Infinity War Part Two, right? Yeah. Well, is it? Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's in a year oh, from now. Okay. And then there is the Spider-Man sequel for 2019, apparently. Okay. Also entitled. And there's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in 2020. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's... Uh, and that's after Infinity War Part 2. Yeah. But that's yeah. not a clue, as in Gamora might still be dead. Yeah. For that, right? Groot might still be dead. <laughs> yeah. But the rabbit lives. Yeah. The rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so we might have a Guardians film with two people in it. Because Drax Cru- is Cru- dead Cru- as well. Chris Pratt and... Uh, yeah, well, they... No, he died as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. There's only two Fuck of them it. left. Yeah. The Fox and main guy. Yeah. Star fox. Killer. The Fox! He's <laughs> not even the raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> fox. <laughs> and not even Rabbit, as was the, the joke. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I say Fox as well, it makes me think of Lyra That Wars. Yeah, Ooh. you did it. <laughs> anyway... Okay, and that's as far as um, as it goes. Yeah, but then we have some exciting news on the uh, podcast note, uh, like right. merchandise. Merch, we're getting merch going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have uh, we've printed a uh, prototype of a T-shirt, which we we're quite happy. It has our main uh, kind of graphic logo with the three of us in pixelated it form. It's like ninety percent good. It's like some technical weaknesses, right? Like some off colors. It has some, <laughs> yeah, it has uh, the printing quality isn't as good, so we're trying another one. But after that, we're going to decide on one, and then we're going to print as many different... On demand. Like, on demand, yeah. We can do many colors, we can do... So we're doing it on a, like, it's called like a like a soft sports gray kind yeah, of color of a t-shirt. But then anyone can choose any color that they want. We have like a, at least 10 different colors, all the um, typical ones. We're going to post information on some online yeah. once we have it and some pictures. We might have a photo shoot at some point with one of them. You've been teasing this photo shoot. Yeah. yeah. I'm intrigued by and it. And yeah. should we just say that some of the super fans um, will get a t-shirt? Aren't all our listeners kind of super fans? Because I feel like every listener listens to... We don't have any, we have zero growth in our listener base. And almost no decline. Yeah, but you can tell... <laughs> super yeah. fans are the ones that actually talk to you about it though yeah all yeah. i wish is that someone to send like an email i started a gmail account for a reason yeah he i think do you want to even say that now as in oh, whoever it, emails it, you first gets yeah whoever emails first and like no gets. One, but no one's gonna do it so yeah <laughs> actually the first two who sent an email hey get a t-shirt I'll, I'll, I'll and i'll take that from my money i won't like no it's fine <laughs> i'm yeah. Maybe okay. send an email. First two, we're getting it. Yeah, the address is in the description of the episode anyway. I think it's almost singlepodcast.gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Hurry. And but let's just say it's a pretty cool t-shirt, I think. It doesn't have, it doesn't say almost single very visibly. So you can wear it out in public and not be embarrassed. Well, it I'm, looks pretty cool. Wouldn't you be a bit embarrassed, like considering it's like a picture of, like, ah. I think I would be a bit self-conscious about that. Oh, really? Yeah. You can't tell, though. You can't tell. There's that a bald, pixelated guy straight in the middle there. Who else would it be? <laughs> ah, but it's well designed, though. I it's think well, okay, it's... Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm going to be wearing it a lot. Under your green jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm fine. No one's going to... Well, I think they might figure it out, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, well... Yeah. No, I'll wear it as well. Yeah, that's a cool t-shirt. Perfect, right. And it was good promotion for... The, well, it was very subtle, like you said. So it's a bit... 
in the neck it says the name right and yeah. podcast yeah and then one day there might be more merch yeah 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 perhaps yeah see how it goes did james tell you about that uh, merch he saw at the fmx um condoms yeah that was for, <laughs> for crowd simulating. For the crowd, yeah. yeah, it was for a uh, golem, golem, the, the crowd sim software. Did you hear this? Uh, no. So basically, it was condoms with like writing on them, keep the crowds virtual. My God, yeah, it's okay. awful, isn't it? <sighs> yeah. Whoever thought of that, <laughs> yeah, he probably thought it was like a, ge- like a genius. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You can see, I can see like the room. I can picture the room. Where it's like that's a great idea. Yeah, is that like a manly kind of thing, though, isn't it? It's like it's like guys only probably who came up with this. Possibly, I suppose. Yeah. That's like a anyway. Well, I can't even be in that creative box to to start something like that. No. Apparently, they were popular though. James was telling me that everyone was talking about them. Yeah. Well, there you go. So successful then. Taking a risk. Maybe paid off. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly not. Very ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it's a very unconventional merch, at least. Maybe we should do some unconventional stuff as well. Should we make socks, teddies of Shoes. each other? <laughs> should we release some teddies of each other? Sounds people can sounds go to expensive. sleep with one of us. Pillows. It can be a pillow. I I would be more comfortable if a it full was size, a, a full size <laughs> teddy, like a teddy this big. <laughs> no, I want like one to one. One to one. Something to eat this. That would be terrifying. Yeah. I also wanted to weigh like 180 pounds or something like that. I want, <laughs> I want mine to have like phrases like, a mama. A mama. When you squeeze when me. You squeeze the arm. Yeah. <laughs> Theo should go, my man. <laughs> yeah, that would be classic. <laughs> Which we already have the recordings for. <laughs> yeah. But Ola will have like glasses chink. Chinking and uh, drinking stuff. Maybe we should uh, make merchandise <laughs> with just like those cards with a speaker in them, and when you open it, it'll say something. That's a good easy merch. Yeah. We're, we're going to expand on the merch, is the point birthday, of this conversation. Yeah. Cool. All right. That was a good episode 13. Yes. Yeah. Next one, we haven't decided on the topic yet. We'll well, might, be, might be Dread, though. I'm not quite keen on watching Dread. It might be us watching. Live. The original Sylvester Stallone Dread film. Live instant reaction. Like <laughs> <laughs> also known like a commentator track, basically. Do you hear so you hear the 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 sound from the film in low volume and then you hear us talking over it? I guess so. Ideally the way I would like, want to experience an episode like that would be yeah. with like no audio from the film and then like like a little sync mark, okay, press play now. And you can like watch the film. Yeah, that would make us more sense in sync in tandem. So yeah, like, but we're we gonna be constantly speaking. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we, have, we have to be constantly speaking. Yeah, we have the option always to decide that later. We're gonna do it and then see them. Yeah, right. Yeah, actually, maybe it's really. Yeah, we should discuss this uh, off mic. But I think yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that might well. be the next episode anyway. Okay. But in any case, there will be an episode fourteen. Yeah. Stay tuned. Bye. See ya. Bye.